Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. And I'm Jason. And today we are joined by the spectacular Miss Jessica Young. Yay. <laughs> I mean, can you really say that about yourself? I think so. We'll go with it. Yay. <laughs> Jesse was our silent studio audience on the Pittsburgh episode. <laughs> And she did so good in holding her tongue and writing down notes as she put down uh, how she felt about beer uh, that we decided that it was time for her to rise up and be given a mic. And we can't wait to hear what she's got to say today. I have a voice. Yes, you do. <laughs> did you have a whiteboard last time? Was no. This like a, um, scrape it off and like write down what you wanted to say. I or something. I was, was scribbling on something, and I know I was kind of bouncing. Yeah. And I was like making faces and and pointing at things. And I said it was almost like watching a um, an animated show where like you could see the smoke coming out her ears and her face turning red because she just wanted to say something so bad. And if well, I that's because I had a different opinion of every beer than you did. So everything you hated, I was like, this is really good. But nobody said that. So I just had to sit there and think it. <laughs> that sounds exactly like me and pretty much every beer that you like. Truth. I'm a big hops person. And Shannon is not a big hops person at all. But I had a beer today that was ginger and hops. And I liked it and Jason didn't. Really? Can I take a moment to say, welcome to episode 54. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, before we, you know, are 20 minutes in and then I finally remember. Uh, It'd be like most movies nowadays or TV shows when they actually start rolling the opening the credits 30 minutes into the show. It's after the first commercial break, which is sometimes like 12 minutes in. And, you're thinking, and then all the way through that segment after that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, That's we're, us. We're, we're doing That's good. Awesome. We, we're <laughs> keeping up with the Joneses right here. Uh, Bad pun. So a guy called me the other day and asked me if I was related to Indiana Jones. No joke. Like a salesman literally like, okay, Jones is my last name. <laughs> I'm just Jason, Jason Jones. Uh, I don't think I've heard that since I was seven years old. When Indiana Jones was actually a thing. It's true. Yeah. Was he, he was a salesman. He was a salesman. Just he, a random, yeah. He really wanted you to buy something. Uh, desperately. Can, desperately. What can I, I say, say to this man yes. to make him do, really do, like do, me? Do, I really apologize do, if you're do, listening. Do. Yeah. But it's possible. <laughs> but, Mr. Sales Guy, if you are listening. Don't use that line again. Not exactly that work. line. Does not work. So, uh, today on the podcast, just two beers. Because, as we like to say, Ian and Max aren't here, so we're trying to scale it back a little bit. They're, are they heavy drinkers? They Is have that... a great tolerance. I mean, there are times when I think that they would like to try four and five beers an episode, but I told them, number one, then we have to find four and five new beers for every episode. You should invite me back sometime when they're around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for the challenge. She could hold her own. Um, we are going to start with Boulevard Brewing Company's Harvest Dance, which is a wheat wine style ale, which is basically a barley wine, but more than 50% of it is wheat. So, And from the girl's perspective, the label is really creepy. Uh, it, undoubtedly. What, what's going it on? Looks, well, look, it's, you're, it's sort of like Dancing oh. with the Devil. Oh, yeah, that's the Grim Reaper. The, or the, yeah. I was going to say the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Grim Reaper, I mean it rhymes. I used to watch that show. It was creepy. <laughs> You've made up a lot of words today, today I think. Yeah. I, I, I do hour, so I, my, I don't even think you... very own dictionary. Is that a bush that he's attacking? What is this? <laughs> There's a woman, but it looked like... it looks. That's what she Oh. <laughs> How does that work in that situation? I don't understand. Wait for it. Hey, that's a nice little pop. Uh, also what she... No, <laughs> 
What is going on? It's what? only funny to me because I think I watched like three seasons of Community before I got the joke. I had Wow, really? Know. Yeah. Wait, that's what she said? Yeah, I didn't get it. Wasn't that from The Office? I thought it was The Office. Oh, no, that's what I meant. Yeah. In my head, I had Michael Scott. That's oh. The Community, what is uh, the, what network is that? NBC. Okay. I have not watched it as a new, new show. No. It's amazing. It's our favorite show on television. It is absolutely oh, amazing. Careful, put your mouth on it. Hurry up. That's really? what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we've started it. I feel like we have the episode title already, yeah. and we are going four to... minutes in. Yeah. Do you title all the episodes? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, well, Jessie's here. <laughs> we really should Jessie's title Jessie's here, this. and she brought a smut mind. Let's see what we can rock That's and roll. That's what she said. We really should. That's we can do better than that. <laughs> That's right. what Jesse said. That's what Jesse said. There we go. Oh my gosh, it's personalized. Like it. So it's definitely lighter than a lot of barley wines that I have enjoyed recently. Okay. Barley wine and I like each other. But it I'm, smells kind of fantastic. Now this was, I was a little nervous to whip this out while you were here, Jason, because you did not like Boulevard the last time we did it. Remember Tank 7 for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Tank House 7? You didn't like it kind of at all. You yeah. weren't even very kind about it. Were you, <laughs> were you a fan? It was good. It wasn't great. Okay. Um, it's a farmhouse ale, which I like more than Jason does. He just doesn't like that style. Okay. Um, and he didn't let me serve it at Thanksgiving. I, it was a, like two days before Thanksgiving, I think. And I said, this is the one I want to serve. So let's have a Thanksgiving episode. And after that episode, he's like, no, you're not serving that because it just was disappointing. Aww. I don't remember why. Does it just die or why? Why didn't I like that one? It wasn't particularly complex or involved. Um, and we ended up doing Triple Carmelite instead, which was very, very popular at the dinner table. So it was fine, but which was a different style then. Instead of farmhouse, we went triple. Right. Uh, but this year, if we want to go triple again, I think I might do Green Flash because there's always makes me happy. I actually ordered Allagash Triple the other day. Number one, Ian yelled at me because he's like, have you only been drinking for six months? Why are you ordering Allagash Triple? It's just it's a very standard beer that is done well and it's well reviewed and I liked it and that's what it was is I hadn't had a good triple in so long I just wanted to order that. Ian was just disappointed that when I had we were at Teresa's next door which I haven't been to since my 30th birthday that's where I celebrated and Jason knew that that's one of my absolute favorite bars but if you're looking at an entire beer menu that's you know bound basically it's so big he's saying why are you ordering one that you definitely know how it tastes. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was just that I hadn't had a good triple in so long. It was time to order one that I knew how it was going to taste. That's really funny because you, you consider that a standard beer. I'm like, Yingling. Yingling's yeah. a standard beer. <laughs> I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think that's more normal, though. It's one of the downsides of being sort of doing a whole lot of stuff with the beer industry is that you end up wanting to try a ton of new things rather than going back to the things that you like. It can actually be... I don't know what the right term is, fatiguing almost. Uh, Your palate is just sort of right. like, whoa, rain Over, it in. Overload, yeah. really. Like, well, I know I love to go to breweries. I love to get the samplers. But by the time you've hit the fourth or fifth five-ounce glass and, you know, you're sipping it, you're, in, you're really enjoying it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. You can't really remember what you liked, what you didn't like, or, you know, what was your favorite part of a certain beer. When we go to vineyards... I have taken up the smiley face system. <laughs> At first I was rating them like one to five. You know, how much do I want to try this again? How much do I want to take a bottle home? And eventually it got to the point where I was realizing that the best way to express how I felt about this wine was to draw a face in the margin. 
And there's sometimes there's the Mr. Yuck face, and sometimes <laughs> there's sort of like the woohoo, there's fireworks coming out of his head face. They're the, they're the ones. It's not really the typical <laughs> smiley face system, which is multiple smiley faces. I feel like this is not the scientific way to go about it. <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> I have a smiley face system. <laughs> there are people on the other side of the bar when I'm doing this who think I'm already drunk, but it just <laughs> makes it much more pleasant. I like it. Also, this beer is delightful. Have you tried it yet? It's all right. I, oh, no! <laughs> I have not tried it. Jason, you're such a tough crowd. I really like hops, and I really like pumpkin, and I really like shandy. Ian was supposed to bring you a pumpkin beer for tonight, for the record. Yeah, I feel a little left out. So I had to edit last week's podcast that was all about pumpkin beer. I was you very sad. You said this is a barley wine? No, it is a wheat wine. So barley wine style, but made with more wheat okay. than barley. Because barley wines are very, very heavy. Yes. And this is extremely drinkable. Yes. What's the percentage? Nine and a half percent ABV. Okay. And again, <laughs> it's dangerous yes. because it's very drinkable. I agree completely. It's really got a nice nose to it. Mm-hmm. It's very it's sweet. It's very triple to me, sweet. which is maybe why you don't like it. It I'd, a la triple, not like from Tripoli, the city. It definitely has a triple. I don't know. It's not overwhelming, though. It's not at all, which some triples are very overwhelming. And to me, this is... It's just I think you're getting the weediness of it, though. I'm really growing in my wheat beer love, if you will. Yeah, um, it's, Maybe it's that's the weedy. October part of me, is there's just more and more wheat beer to be had at this time of year. But this is, I think, a superior wheat beer. It has a sweet finish, almost mm-hmm. like honey or something. Yeah, I would agree Is that what you don't like about it? or? Yeah, it's just a little oversweet for me. It's I like flowery. I like getting the taste of flowers, but I don't like as much sweet. See, and I don't like potpourri. Like a frambois, I can't really do there it There was anymore. one we had oh. today where we're, we're smelling it, and I kept going, it's like a hyacinth. You know that, that <laughs> Easter flower that grows out next to the sidewalk? Like the more, I couldn't even like taste it for the first couple sniffs because all I was smelling was like putting oh, my nose in Easter flowers. Floral beers can yeah. be interesting. It can be really good. So I kind of want to go over the story of what we did today at, uh, uh, what was the place? Federal Tap House? Federal Tap House in Lancaster. Oh, do tell. Pennsylvania, uh, not any of the other Lancasters or Lancasters that are all about. Yes. The whole country. Yeah. Are there a lot of them? There's several. Really? Yes. So we had this uh, great little mini game that we ended up playing. It was totally impromptu. We weren't expecting to do it. But Ian basically just asked uh, the uh, person bringing the drinks to pick a beer for us and don't tell us what it is. Federal Tap House has 100 drafts. Yes. Oh, wow. So, there was a big so it's not like, here's eight, pick one. Because we'd already ordered a round. So right. she knew at least what each of us liked to drink okay. before we started. I was going to say, did you give her something to go on? Like, you didn't get Bud Light, you know? In a right. <laughs> well, they didn't even have the, the standards, Bud Lights okay. or Miller Lights or anything. And he basically didn't. He basically said, you know what? You can bring me something. And if it's something I don't like, then I can check it off my list. I've tried it. And I know I won't like it for the future. Whatever. I'm really easy going, all that stuff. So... She brought back a drink, and we all tried it, and we all then had to try and guess. We had the little menu in front of a little. It was a big menu. It was 100 <laughs> beers. We had to guess which beer it was, and uh, the beer mistress came out on top. Big shocker. <laughs> no. Big shocker. I was so proud. We were actually all in consensus on that first one, I think. We just had a little bit of reservation and said it could also be this second one. Yeah. I will never forget when you came to visit me in Pittsburgh. And uh, we went to the Sharp Edge, which has a pretty great beer selection. 
Um, and everyone that works there, I'm sure, is very educated in the beers that they have available, just so they can help people order well. Well, <laughs> our server came to our table and um, asked if we had any, or you know, if we decided on our drinks. And Shannon chose a beer for me. I said, surprise me. I had just been introduced to Saison's, which I had never had a Saison. I didn't know what a Saison <laughs> was for me. And I love them, so I love sharing the love of Saison's. Yeah, and yeah. I think they're fantastic now. I look for them avidly. Anyway, she was gonna order me a Saison they had, and he's like, oh, well, we're out. And she goes, okay, let me look. Now he started making suggestions. Well, you could have this, and then she like interrupted and said, well, not really. This would probably be more like it. It has more of this hue to it. The server's face, like his mouth dropped. And he listened to everything she said. She's educating me about mirror. And he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to just let her do this. <laughs> <laughs> it was really great. She chose a beer for me. She chose a beer for my sister. Just on a few little tips of things she knew about us. And... And we drank well that night, and good stuff, too. It was good stuff. Good choices. And Pittsburgh's not that expensive, all things considered. It is, it is really not. Um, it's a pretty blue-collar town, yeah. and, and the prices are, you know, for the average middle-class working person, it's a great town to live in when you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not Ohio, so... It's, and, and it's not Ohio. <laughs> I feel like everyone there sort of has something tattooed on their back that says, at least it's not Ohio. <laughs> we kind of do. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We, we shouldn't go there. This is getting racist. Ohio is a racist against Ohioans. It really is. Ohio's a lot of things, but it's not a race. It, yeah, well, if you're from Pittsburgh, it is. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. What was the hopsy one we had today? Oh. If I can ask. It was a Maniunk something. It was. I forgot. It was made in Maniunk right across the river from where Ian lives. I was Maniunk. Maniunk is a place. A, yes. yes. Sorry. Sorry. Educate. West uh, of Philly. Maniunk. I. It's one of those places where I hear the name and I think, oh, good God, it has to have been an, an initial Indian name. You know, who would come over from England and name a place Maniunk? I have no idea. Uh huh. Sort of like the Susquehanna and all of those other crazy the words. Katenning, or, which is very the, yes. the Katenning, a lot of Indian, a lot of inspired consonants smushed together, and yeah, that's how I feel about Balakinwood. I keep waiting for them to put a, a vowel in there anywhere. Um, but it's Maniunk is technically, as I understand it, I am no expert on Philadelphia. It is a neighborhood mm. of Philadelphia. Okay. So if you move to Maniunk, you tell everyone you live in Maniunk, but you're Mailing address and your zip code and everything is Philadelphia. Right. Because Philadelphia is both a county and a city, right. technically, with how it's... Very similar So it's in Philadelphia Pittsburgh. County, but it feels like it's got its own vibe. Mm -hmm. um, so it's northwest of Philadelphia. It's very hilly, but it's very pretty. It's very artsy. And that's part of why we hang out there a lot, is they just have sort of like this Main Street area that's got a lot of up-and-coming bars and restaurants and artistic... Not a fun cultural Outlets. thing. Yeah. Yay. And it's way cheaper to park there than in downtown. And it's a lot more, it feels more safe and pedestrian friendly. And everyone is super athletic and healthful and all of that. That's so. pretty, that, there's so many neighborhoods around the Pittsburgh area. And like I quite literally, when they're shooting off fireworks at the Pirates game or the Steelers game, I can hear it and see the lights out my window because it's right over the hill. But I live in Mount Washington, which is a neighborhood 
of Pittsburgh. So when I send you mail, it goes to Pittsburgh. You can actually write Mount Washington on it, and it will mail just as it would if you put Pittsburgh on it. That's fantastic. But there's all kinds of neighborhoods, and some of them are really fun. Lawrenceville is a great place, very cultural like that. Lots of neat little artsy places to go, cool little coffee shops and, you know, chocolate shops. and. For the record, when I say that Maniunk is hilly, having been to Maniunk and having been to Mount Washington. I was going to, <laughs> I was going yes, to say that. You absolutely <laughs> win that round. <laughs> Mount Washington is so much worse. Mount Washington is quite that. It is a little neighborhood built on a mountain. And, and In all, the snow, it would make me cry. I'm I pretty am, sure of it. I am so scared <laughs> about this winter because it will be my first winter in the city. And I do not have a garage. And it's oh. street parking. And oh. we have to dig ourselves out every morning and hope someone doesn't take the spot. And I will send you some chairs. You'll oh, be fine. I, I have cones ready. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. we're, we're going to do the, the You cones stole them the from the streets <laughs> of Pennsylvania. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's going to be fun. I loved Pittsburgh. I really, truly did. I hated leaving Pittsburgh. Not that I had to leave my friend Jesse behind, but because... I left on the Sunday afternoon, and they had all of the highways under construction. <laughs> so if you ever drive around Pittsburgh, there are mountains everywhere. And in their wisdom, they decided it made a lot more sense to go through the mountain than to oh, go yeah. around the mountain. Except for on this particular day, where they closed down all the highways that went through the mountains. And I was driving through like cemeteries and schoolyards going around like three mountains in a row. I'm thinking, oh, I did not need to see this part of Pennsylvania. That actually sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, detour. if you don't have to then drive four hours after you make it past right. that point, that sounds awesome. If I wanted to just see rural Pennsylvania and... Pittsburgh is, is um, not an easy city to navigate. And anyone that lives there, like, will live there for at least a year and still have the potential of getting lost. It, it is... Uh, <laughs> there are tunnels. There are a thousand bridges. And one looks like it's going in the right way, and then you get there, and it loops around backwards and takes you <laughs> the other direction. Come to D.C. someday, where your GPS <laughs> doesn't know if you're on the upper road or the lower right, road. Right, right. That's always fun. And no. Upper circle or lower yeah, circle. Okay. Yeah, okay. Touche. I've like, never been to D.C. Get off on the 13th exit of this traffic circle. It only has 12. Just keep going. Just keep oh going. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a nightmare. Hot mess. I have invented curse words to describe DC traffic. It makes me so... Several. Several. And I've heard all of them. <laughs> yes. Oh, I yelled at him so bad today. He was defending <laughs> a DC driver. Because he was driving like a Philly driver. I think Philly drivers think are should... great. Okay, what is the difference between a Philly driver and a DC driver? Oh, this is a good question. <laughs> Can this be the trivia question for today, please? The, yeah, maybe. The, okay. So the difference between a Philly driver and a DC driver. A Philly driver is assertive. They are aggressive, but they're assertive, so they if there's know a their slot, car? right? They know the, the dimensions of their car, and they will take any slot that is there, even if it's the safe following distance that you were leaving. Whatever. They're just gonna problem. get in it, right? Yep. DC drivers are completely ignorant of everything that's happening on the road, and will just move over into the lane without looking, and will completely be smashing into you if you don't break to to make. Oh my gosh. Also, because that's as Jason likes to point out, people in, from DC are from all over the world, so they're from places where it doesn't rain and places where it doesn't snow. And so, if it does any of these things, they kind of just want to stop their car on the six-lane highway to look at said <laughs> rain or said snow. Taking pictures of wow. the rain. Wow! Yes. <laughs> look at that. It is just terrifying to have millions of drivers on the road and have you know a third of them not know what a car does in the rain. 
It's terrifying. <laughs> it is honestly, it makes me wonder how anything gets done. You'd think people would know at this point what the sky does. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> really, that's a great point. It's why the government shuts down when there's an inch and a half of snow on the ground. If they call for snow, the government shuts down because oh. they know that <laughs> they no that one's going to make it in. They oh did. my God, it's Armageddon. <laughs> They called it Snowmageddon. Well, yes. And there's one little flake. <laughs> just no, slowly we, making its way to the ground. DC, you cannot claim Snowmageddon. You have not been in Pittsburgh. No, what it is. Yeah. is your, that is Your 30-minute drive home, a couple of my friends during, it was, what, 2010, I believe, was yeah. Snowmageddon, as they call it. It snowed, I think, five or six inches in one evening. And it continued the next day, but it... It iced, during, though. I feel like the big part of it was it iced the roads. Ice yeah. is very, And it very happened bad. during evening rush hour. So oh, my god! People started leaving early to get home and whatnot, but people whose commute should have been 30 minutes, it took them 22 hours to get home. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, why they I remember this, and they, were, and they were... It wasn't that there was that much snow. But did it that was not that hit the whole east side of the country? Was that not like... It looked right. like a zombie apocalypse. There were just cars <laughs> stranded in the middle of the road all over the place. people ran out of gas. Yeah. People ran out of gas. They just started walking because it was faster. Like, they oh, didn't wow. know how Awful. to get from point A to also, point B. I would like to point out, I appreciate that you say it's like the zombie apocalypse, as though that is a known thing now. <laughs> like, this is just some, like, an adjective that we can just throw into a conversation. I remember the first episode like. of Walking Dead. I know how this goes down. Walking Dead and every tomorrow. Yes, yeah, starts, yeah, starts tomorrow. Up. And, and yes, we're recording this on Saturday and releasing it on Tuesday. We, they know that. They know we record Saturdays or Sundays. So by the time they're listening to this, everybody's watched Already Walking seen Dead. the Walking Everybody Dead. knows. But there's no spoilers coming because no we than haven't us. seen it. <laughs> I'm six episodes behind. It's all in the he is so He's so not willing to admit that we're caught up. It's because you won't watch it. when I'm, You won't be there in the room while I'm watching it. Wait, you don't watch Walking Dead? I did for the longest time, and now it's just... I do anything I can while Walking Dead is on that doesn't involve watching Walking Dead. Why don't we? Why don't we watch? It stresses anymore. me like crazy. It's is it overwhelming? I'm like, gosh Almighty! If I'm still alive when the zombie apocalypse happens, maybe I don't want to be alive anymore. And also, who wants to have a baby when all they're going to do is attract zombies? And that is the biggest question that has been running through my head. Like, I'm sorry, there's ways to fix this. <laughs> Also, how many sitcoms have ended the season after a baby is introduced? So why did they introduce a baby to a drama? Yeah, the whole, the whole, I'm sorry, the whole losing the baby, or not losing a baby, losing a mother. Losing Lori. Should that happen? That All right, was, too late now. I mean, it was already a spoiler on uh, Big Bang. Yeah, that was lame. What? There is an the episode of Big Bang Theory called Spoiler Alert, where they spoil everything of Harry Potter, everything of Walking Dead. Like, they just blatantly say all these oh plot my twists. Oh, god! It was very ballsy. I was very I, I love that show, first off. I have not seen this episode. I, I um, Since I've moved to the city, which was in early June, I do not have cable. Which um, You just have an been, upstairs neighbor. I, I have an upstairs neighbor who's my sister. She has cable, but I never go up and watch television. I have Netflix, which is perfectly satisfying. I could watch when I want. It's actually been really kind of nice because I'm not getting stuck in series that, you know, that I have to be stuck on my television at a certain time every week, which has been wonderful. But at the same time, Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, these are two things that I'm not quite sure how I'm, you know, how I'm going to work this. Because those are, I will make that commitment for those shows. 
<laughs> I, I will. Um, so well, yeah, and we'll that's Ian throws a Walking Dead party every Sunday. Well, I'm gonna come to Philadelphia every it would be Sunday. Cheaper. <laughs> it would be cheaper to get cable than to drive from Pittsburgh to Philly that's every true. Sunday. That, yeah, there's that. But it's you guys, so. Aww. Aww. I won't be there. Because <laughs> we have DVR. <laughs> He's like, I'll be at home in my pajamas watching it. I made that mistake <laughs> once. He's, um, it was before we moved out of Ephrata. I said, oh, I was going to get you the surprise. They called me up and said, for a dollar a month for the next three months, you can have DVR. And he was working a lot of nights, so I knew it would be kind of cool, because the only thing we ever watched together was Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Oh my gosh, you sound like my sister. You're so <laughs> old. My sister and her husband, it's, it must be like the 30 thing. I get it. Well, we were we've like 23 yeah, we, at the time. We've actually gotten younger as we've gotten older. It's I pretty impressive. So. Yeah. That's amazing. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty right? soon you'll be in elementary school we'll again. Be, we'll be drawing with chalk on the sidewalk. <laughs> Hot mi- while drinking beer out of the sippy cup. That actually sounds kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> podcast on the sidewalk. With, yeah, with podcast Chuck. on the sidewalk. Why not? <laughs> no. No. Um, so I bought him three months of of DVR for a dollar, and then we moved and promptly realized we would spend whatever it took to continue to have DVR. It's yeah. the gimmick. It was perfect. So I but mean, on demand came around now, and it's not as useful anymore. It is, it's true. Because you can pretty much watch any show that you want. You just have to do it after it's aired. You know what I found out? XM Radio. I don't know if any of you out there do the XM Radio. But they give these free trials, and my car came prepared with XM Radio. So all of a sudden, one day, I get in my car, and it's on. I was like, wow, what is this? This is amazing. And it, it turns out, I looked it up, it's a, it's a free three-month trial. I was hooked after a week. I had to have it. They had you. I had to have it. And then I called. I'm like, I really, you know, I want to subscribe here. It's like 40 something dollars a month you know, or you no, know, it was 40, no, 40 some dollars for a few months. But anyway, still, I mean, that's a lot for radio, but I did it. And then there was a sign up fee and all this crap. And, uh, and then the months went by and I did it again. And the months went by and I did it again because I'm just so hooked. I found out. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not going to pay them. It'll shut off. Well, it didn't shut off. It's been on and it's been on. And then all of a sudden I get weird phone calls on my phone. Here it's XM calling and saying, you need to pay. You owe for this month. You know, do you want to continue working with us? And I said, you know what? I think I'm going to cancel. Um, I use Pandora on my phone. I'll plug it into the car, whatever. They say, well, we, we can work with you. How about we cut off all these channels you don't listen to? And we give it to you for $10 a month. I'm like, are you kidding? You could do that? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I really don't need it. And then they say, all right, well, how about we give it to you for the next three months for free? And then you let us know. I'm like, are you kidding? (laughs) So yeah, you could quite literally get XM Radio for nothing. Which is only amazing because on the way here, you told me you're not a good negotiator. But that sounds like excellent negotiation. The only thing I did was stay steady on the fact that I really didn't want it anymore. And for some reason... That's pretty much negotiation. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I just don't want it. Have you seen Congress recently? (laughs) (laughs) All you have to do is say nothing, and that's saying a lot. I, I just, yeah, it turns out. You hold your ground, you get it for free. <laughs> the way Jason and I have this worked out is I figure out what it is we want. 
Because apparently right. that's yes, yes, uh, that is the way that the model is. Or well, so together says, we together we do this, but yes, you know you. Our realtor in. and everyone else says no. They look to the woman; she's a decision maker, and you know if as long I as really want it, veto power. I sure. feel like but, if he was absolutely yeah. a big fat no, he would make that very clear. But as long as I feel strongly and he feels neutral, it's gonna go some way. I thought you said you aren't the negotiator. Though. No. That's we're coming to it. We're going to okay, it. Okay, we're getting. So to I it, decide what we want, and it is very much a democratic process. It's a right. Just one, one vote counts a little bit more than the other. Yes, and that's <laughs> as much as I would like to say <laughs> that's honest. not the truth. It's very much the yeah. truth. I wish everybody could see your face yeah. <laughs> when you looked it's, at me and said, "Let's be honest." It's true. <laughs> it wasn't. It didn't really strike me until we walked into this one house, and the realtor said, "Oh, I think she's gonna love this," and I said, "What?" What does the she matter? This is not about the she. And he goes, it's about the she. Oh, who are we kidding? Good but, man. Yeah. Good he's, man. Yeah, great. Once. This is why you're married to a wonderful woman. <laughs> Everybody listen, take notes. Once maybe, oh, some woman stopped me and said that today, but that's another story. Yeah. We'll get there. I held the door open for her. She was flabbergasted by this. I don't know. For yeah. a good. Okay. You know, like three or four shops in the mall, she kept going, he's a good one. You keep him. Oh, my God. I would love a man like him. And I was like, <laughs> I held the door years. open. Also, Put I... Put that thing away. I get in trouble. <laughs> that She does this with that <laughs> ring. I get in trouble because... She cleaned it today. Yeah, she yeah. cleaned it. it I'm really proud of it. It's shiny. It is, it is blinding. Like I get in trouble <laughs> because I just assume doors open for me now. And Do you mostly, just stand there? You, yeah, she does. You yeah, just stand there and look at him like. <clears throat> I don't feel no, like it's not that's that not implied. Because she'll go, she'll open a door for me and all that. That's not really an issue. But <laughs> yeah, there's no arrogance to it at all. I'm sorry, I just had this vision I'm of you sure it's the standing whole, there like, with your no. eight carat ring going. <clears throat> <laughs> it's definitely not eight carat. I like to think it was. But thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. With I your like twenty carat ring. It's more like I was royalty no, in another life or something. And so, so of course, life. stores are going to... And it didn't strike me until I was at work one day, and I walked through the store, and it was I think that particular door was actually an automatic door. You just had to sort of push a button, and it opened. And as I walked through it, my boss was on the other side, and he's like, all I see is you walking through that doorway like you owned it. And he said, I expected to see like the wind blow in your hair. And of course this door is opening for me. Like, Did you mean? push a button? Did you push the wheelchair no, so button? No, someone else pushed the button. <laughs> that was what was She's amazing. like, wait, I don't open doors. Handicap button. <laughs> People do that all the time. It drives me crazy. It absolutely drives me crazy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Unless it's a door that's so ridiculously heavy that it's difficult to open. I've had yeah. those before. I've done those where it like, makes my knees weak to try to pull the door. It's so heavy. Now here's the kicker. It makes me look terribly emasculated because <laughs> I can't open the stupid door. How many times have you pushed and you had to pull or pull when you had so to push? So often. <laughs> Do you know that Far Side ad that's like the Midvale School oh, for yeah. the Gifted? I looked at that. How do you remember the school name? Oh, okay, because I was gifted. So I'm staring. <laughs> no, I not. I was staring at this cartoon for three months before I made someone tell me what the joke was because I didn't get it. <laughs> that one did take me a little while. I do that all the time. I got I it faster think... than three months, though. But yeah. it took me a little while. That that actually, my dad is a very big Farside fan. Yes. And that one was cut out of one of his many Farside books and put on the fridge. 
And I grew up with that comic. I like love that one. It's a good one. It's a pretty good one. That is one of the best comic series I think it I've really, ever. No comic, matter what. Calvin and Hobbes and Far Side. Yeah. Th- that was Amazing. my parents' bathroom reading material. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Wait, That's the first time I ever saw it. Was in the bathroom of my dad's work. Oh mm-hmm. my That's god. That's where I was introduced to Far Side. Yep. It's yes. a fantastic, fantastic comic book. <laughs> so good. Um, going back 17 stories, once the decision has been made, I bow out and Jason does the negotiating because I am spineless and just want everyone to win, which is apparently a character trait. The problem is you're not winning when you want that to happen because they're winning over you because they get more of what they want. You need to come to that middle road. I get that in theory, but maybe not in practice. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Yes. Because I made some trivia. Yes! When do we want to do trivia? Let me pour the next beer and then you can do yes. trivia. Does that work? D- yes. I I'm kind of excited about this, except for the fact that I suck at trivia. You may so. do better than you think at my trivia. My <laughs> trivia does not necessarily require any background knowledge at all. This is how I knew he was excited you were coming. I don't know the last time he made trivia. This is pretty great. Um, it's beer trivia, and I'm playing this with the beer mistress. <laughs> so she's on my team. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think that's how that works. No, I, I feel like. There's only three um, people in this room. I, I feel like I'm pretty happy that Jason made questions just for me. I did. I <laughs> A little dumbed down. How about the. <laughs> While I pour your beer, if you'd like to hand me your glass, yes. you can tell the story of what happened on the phone the other day when your sister called and said, Oh. Oh my God, I have to say this. I'm really concerned. I don't know what the story is. Your sister <laughs> called and said, I really, it's been a rough day. I really need to drink some wine. Only I don't know how to open my wine. Can oh you guys God. please tell me how to open my wine? This, yeah. So, uh, my sister does, is not a big drinker, I guess. I don't, I don't know. She's We're going to guess based on this one incident. She seems like it to me, but apparently not. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that. I'm going to get in big trouble for that. She's so, never going to oh, listen to this. That is black. I'm sorry. She that is pouring. Uh, yeah, the beer. That yeah. Is, <laughs> Not <and> Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A little bit. Yeah. I'm pouring the oak-aged Yeti. It's a massive imperial complex stout from Great Divide. It is very, very. I watched reports very, very. I can't say this. It's thick and it's dark. thick and yeah. black. <laughs> And I can't even do that. That's what she said because it's too much. You did, you said but it I, that's what you can't Jessie follow up said. your own statement with that. That's what she that's said. That's what I said. That I can't. Oh my god. Well, but there's no head, sweetie. It's fine. Shannon. <laughs> Shannon fed me a delicious dinner, and I'm looking at this, going, "Hmm, I, this is definitely dessert." Oh my gosh. What is this one? Before we get into this, uh, I already said it's Great Divides Oak Aged Yeti Imperial Stout. It's also 9.5%, and Great Great Divide is from Denver, Colorado, if you're keeping. I have been there. Boom. I have been to there. I've also been to there. We should go back. We should go back to where you were saying your sister can't open wine. (laughs) So my sister had no idea how to open a wine bottle with a cork. It's the first time she's ever done anything like this. I don't know why you're laughing so hard, Shane. Maybe she is a heavy drinker, but she just does the twist off. That's possible. Yeah, maybe like Coors on or whatever. Yeah, it's possible. Or boxes. It could go. It could be that as well. So she but called. Hey, nothing against boxes. <laughs> Cheers. That actually sounded really good. The mic. So, <laughs> so uh, she ended up taking. She ended up calling over and saying, "How do I open up a, a wine bottle with a cork? I don't know how to do this. I have a wine opener. I just don't know how to use it." 
I said, well, first off, <laughs> did you not think to check YouTube? Right. Like, you think calling somebody else is a better idea than doing, like, a five-second search on YouTube. But regardless, Visual okay. aids that show you how to use a wine Do you really order. think that there's a, a video on YouTube how to oh, open yes. your oh wine? Oh, my gosh, yes. YouTube is the best You could probably learn how to remove a spleen location. on YouTube. You could yes. what? Probably learn how to remove a spleen on YouTube. Oh, my God. This is not endorsed by the beer mistress. <laughs> get say, your Obamacare. You're going to give people Get your <laughs> Okay, so, moving on. <laughs> the beer mistress political podcast. Um, so, so yeah, so she calls over and I say, okay, well, all you have to do is, you know, screw into the cork with the corkscrew. She screw. said, what part do I turn? I said, that's why it's called the corkscrew, because you screw into the cork. Then we had to ask her, what kind of corkscrew do you have? I, and I said, do you have handles on the corkscrew or is it like just a flat one where things flip out? And she said it has handles. I said, okay, so all you have to do is corkscrew down all the way into it. And she said, okay, I've done that. And I said, okay, so you just take the arms and you sort of squeeze them together because they rose up during the time that you were doing it. So you just squeeze them down so they're back in the position you started with. She's like, what What are you talking about? I don't have that. I don't understand. She didn't even say that. I was like, the things that moved while you were screwing into the corkscrew. <laughs> so I said, listen. She was like, no, it doesn't make any sense. It, it didn't do that, blah, blah, blah. So I was and like, okay. And I said, okay. it's, it's a lever. You're torque, right? right? So you have right. the one. You need to move it. No. So none of that happened, and I said, okay, listen, just go watch a YouTube video or something like that. So she uh, texted me back something like an hour later and said, hey, just wanted you to know, I YouTubed it. I didn't have that one. I had one of the ones that you flip out that didn't have arms, some, something like that. So I figured it out, and now I'm drinking wine. Yay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yay. It was such a painful experience because I hear him on the phone, and he puts her on speaker, and I just keep yelling advice. But I'm realizing it is it is a lost cause. This that happen. is a scene from like you know an evening comedy. She said, it "I really want to is. drink wine," and I kid you not, the first thing I said is, "Do you have a corkscrew?" Because we've been on vacation right. before where we have wine but no corkscrew. It happens. That is very very hard. You're gonna get some serious cork in that wine. I've taken a knife an and eye. chipped away at the cork it, before. I, it quite literally happened to me a few weeks ago that I went to a friend's house, I brought wine, and they don't drink wine, and we ended up using a screwdriver, and my cork was all through my wine. Yeah. And it just, I mean, it's not something, but as soon as I said, she has one, okay, we can do this. Nope, I was wrong. Apparently, we can't do this. But, it's your turn for trivia. Oh, trivia. Do, 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 do. Is it trivia time? We should do, 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 do. We need a music. Like, we need, like, a theme song. Oh, I can put music in later. I used to. I'm not gonna, but I can do <laughs> it. You should. Jesse, do you want to sing us some music? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm off. Desperately, no. <laughs> I, I'm off duty. Oh. This is after hours for me. We are not paying her for this, so. So I keep the <laughs> trivia in my wallet, just like she most. She is paying me a beer and food. Just like most people, I have my trivia in also, my wallet. Also, apparently, I'm not... I mean, this is going to be tooting my own horn here, but apparently it makes some pretty good guacamole. Right. It's unbelievable that I can't eat it because chewing in the mic is not a good idea. <laughs> but I did pick that up. So okay. just, just it sounds like little, we brought a squirrel into the little, studio. A little demonstration. <laughs> I eat like a squirrel. Sorry. <laughs> I just don't think this plan was thought through. Going back to meet the what Robinsons. did I do the other day? How, how much were you drinking? Nothing. <laughs> That's a good starting question to that to that statement. What though. did I do? 
I told Jason, because we love Meet the Robinsons. This is not a beer podcast appropriate story. This is probably a... Do we need the explicit label for this? No, one this is probably no. a children appropriate story. And therefore, people listening to the podcast are going to be like, what are you talking about? But we love Meet the Robinsons. We watched it in the theater alone. I made this the joke. The T-Rex with the little Yes. Ones? Okay. So what we made the, I made the joke that I actually bought out the theater because it was romantic, but really it was who else goes to see a kid's movie on a Tuesday night at, you know, 9.30 or something like that. But oh, whatever I was doing the other day, I couldn't get into the space. And I just remember going, this was not very well thought out. <laughs> I just kept <laughs> dropping whatever I was picking up. And by the minute I would grab it, then my head would hit something and then I would drop it again. And it was just, it was a hot mess. And yes, I was sober. Go on. Worst story ever until I remember where I was. <laughs> Are you ready for trivia? Yes. Ready for this? Yes. It's not a ton of questions. I think I only have... Uh, right like before s- trivia, though, Jesse made an ugly questions. stout face. Oh, no. Not that you have an ugly face. I would never imply <laughs> that. You... Jason says I have good, to get better at I have an ugly stout face. <laughs> you took a sip and you made a face that was not improving. I... I made a, it wasn't an ugly stout face, it was a thinking, Bitter beer face? No, it was not a bitter beer face. It's, to me, it's very sweet. It smelled like dessert, and it tastes like dessert. It's a very, like, and to me... But for being an imperial stout, you were thinking, what, more bitter? Mm. I didn't know what I was thinking it would be like, because they could say one thing and taste like the other. There's definitely quite a bit of coffee in that for me. Right. It's, I don't know. It kind of tastes like a chocolate coffee beer, but then again, a lot of stouts. Yeah. Especially imperial stouts. It's. Is that a trait of imperial stouts, really? Yes. It finishes it's sort nice. Of like the difference between an IPA and an imperial IPA. You didn't follow me. I could say, as I was making the hand gestures, I could tell you weren't along for the ride. <laughs> so an IPA versus a. An imperial. Well, imperial has higher ABV, which makes sense in this case. This is not in a half percent. So wait a second. Isn't IPA imperial pale ale? India. India pale ale. India pale ale. There's Indian pale ale, imperial pale ale. Imperial is like an IPA, an India pale ale, squared. It's got more hops. It's usually more bitter, and it's much stronger. Wait, wait. Go over that one more time. A little slower. IPA. (laughs) Straight up IPA. This is is something we need to know. And your regular IPAs, I'm going to say, especially looking at the 100 that we saw today at Federal Tap House, 5 to 6% ABV. There's going to be some outliers in that, but a straight up regular IPA, 5 to 6%. Okay. The ones at Swashbuckler Brewing Company, I think right. it's right around Most 5 of them and a half. around that. But now, Imperial Pale Ale is still IPA. Yes. But it's never titled that. It's always Imperial Pale Ale. Is that how that works? It's um, always going to be labeled. And it's usually called an Imperial IPA. Okay. Does right. that make sense? Yes. So it's an Imperial Indian Pale Ale. Yes. Okay. All right. And so those, in my experience, are usually more around 8 to 11%. Okay. Imperial makes it higher percentage. Higher percentage, higher hoppiness. Okay. And I believe it also involves a little more in the boil. But all I right. So an Imperial Stout, This what would that imply for so the your, stout? So like your Guinness, which is definitely still a stout, is still under 4%. Yes. 3.2, right? It's, it's, it's pretty really low. low. It's really yeah. low. I mean, it's super high in flavor, but low in ABV. Right. As soon as you get into your imperial stouts, you get the more dominant, strong stout flavors. Like milk stouts and things are s- like straight up normal stouts. They're softer. They're more mellow. They're, they're more middle of the line with percentage like four, five, yes. six. 
um, stouts, like regular stouts, can be fairly low if you want them to be, or mm -hmm. if the brewer wants them to be. But then when it becomes an imperial stout, you get more of the bitter characteristics. You get that dark chocolate. You get the coffee. Does imperial always imply it's higher percentage? It is going to kick your... If you don't know what anything on a menu means, <laughs> yeah. but you've had a rough day, just go to the imperial section. Okay. Yeah. Was the point of it, and this may be super basic, I thought the point of the imperial was that they were trying to get it from one location to another location without it going bad. That was the I in the IPA, the India. That's the India part That was it. getting it from England around Africa over to India. Okay. Okay, so they did that So they found that, because their regular English bitters, their normal style beer, was going bad before it got there. But right. hops is a preservative. So if they put in, if they packed enough hops into the beer before it left England, then it would survive the trip. That's awesome. You should do just a whole podcast episode on beer knowledge. Oh, I did. <laughs> I sat, it would, I would be. I would listen and be educated. I sat stranded in the airport in Brussels, and I just sat and read a very in-depth. It was basically the beer bible. I think it's called the Beer Companion or something. That's it's pretty great. Crazy, but yeah, I read probably twenty pages of the nine hundred that were in the book. Well, you have not made it to the the dessert in the glass that we have right now. Which I'm not. Is, I'm playing yeah. baby tomato. To me, <laughs> baby tomato. <laughs> what is a baby tomato? <clears throat> it's Ian's joke. It's awful. It's <laughs> he said like, Papa tomato and Mama tomato are walking along and they look back and the baby tomato is behind and they smash him on the they beat him down and say catch up. Oh my god. So whenever you're the one who's That's not... funnier than I just thought you were the one that was behind. No, so they always say that whoever <laughs> at the podcast trio is behind is the baby tomato. That's the joke. And I'm sorry, guys, that you've now heard it 12 times because we've told the joke so many times. <laughs> That's really funny, though. But... <laughs> if I'm, this is your first I, podcast, we just explained it. I am entertained, and I'm pretty sure my kids will find that one. There you go. <laughs> I thought you would like it because Jason has a t-shirt that says, I put ketchup on my ketchup. For the record, are you going to tell your kids to catch up and drink faster or <laughs> Why is this going to be funny to your kids? Well, I, I certainly cricket, would not <laughs> introduce the joke to them by saying, yeah, the other night I was drinking heavily with friends. <laughs> Only two beers. Yeah, but that wasn't before the podcast or after, or after the, the podcast. That's true. We did have Riesling beforehand. There is only proof of two beers. That's right. Um, no, because it's it's funny. I mean, it starts literally mommy and daddy tomato are walking along. They don't need to, there's no beer involved in this joke. There's just tomatoes with legs. There's just tomatoes walking. With They're legs. walking along. <laughs> are you ready for trivia? I'm so ready. Oh my gosh, we've, ready been, we've been ready for this. All right, all, all right. right. Bring it on. Okay. Do we have to ring in? Or are you gonna? How does do we have work? buzzers? Should we make buzzing sounds like like? Or, or is it do Beer. It, are you just quite literally asking each of us a question separately? Uh, no. So there are questions that people share answers to. Okay, let's do this. So for we'll change it up depending on the question because there are there is one question that is different for each of you. So every question other than that, you have to buzz in. Okay. To give your answer, whoever buzzes in first and answers correctly. Are you are you gonna make buzzing sounds? So you have to make up your own buzzing sound. Okay. You get to make it up. It doesn't have to be buzz or beep or whatever. You can do what you want. Can we do the Jeopardy sound? <laughs> that can be your sound. Do you want to be the Jeopardy sound? I'll probably forget, but we'll go with that. It might It might just, 
end up being a like I'll just <laughs> making I'm gonna go noises. with very inspired and completely original beep. You're just gonna say beer. You always say, say beer, beer though. You're, I usually do say beer, beer, but if she's gonna make a noise, I feel like I should the, make a noise. You're literally just changing. <laughs> but my the noise is gonna be consonant. beep. You're gonna. That's, my that's not a noise. Come on, think outside the usually box. Usually we here. shout a word, and usually I just. I'm gonna go beep beep beep. I'm totally doing Jeopardy. Yours is way classier, but I, I think it's I also slower. Classier. So I'm gonna take advantage of the fact that I think hers is slower. Question number one. All right. Oh my god, what a fun beep beep beep's gonna be really fast. <laughs> All right. So uh, question number one is multiple choice. Okay. Okay. If the Statue of Liberty were holding a gigantic glass of beer <laughs> instead of a torch, how Drunk. many how many pints would it hold? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Like this, is, this is math. Multiple choice. A, thirty-eight thousand three hundred and forty. Good God. Twelve thousand fifty-two. Is that B? That's B. C, 146,323, or D, 5,620. The number of pints that the torch would be, and this is by volume, so it's the volume of the... And this is in real life, like the actual one that's standing out there in the harbor. In case this helps you and you can do the conversion from <laughs> cubic inches to pints... Oh my God, your husband's a nerd. The, the torch... <laughs> oh, the first two questions are math questions. The torch is 1,107,096 cubic inches. Oh my god. That's what she said. Okay, (laughs) read the numbers real quick again. A, B, C, D in a row. 18,142 liters. Okay. That does help. That does help. All right, so A, 38,340. B, 12,052. C, 146,323 and D, 5,620. Okay. A. A is correct. <gasps> the leaders helped. The leaders helped. Right. The leaders helped. Good yeah. job. So Shannon Crazy. gets a point. Canadians with their leaders with their RE. <laughs> okay. So according to the Beer Institute and Brewers Association as of April, of this year. It's like he got stuck in a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> I feel deja vu coming up. Um, so sorry, sorry, start over in April. <laughs> All right. Uh, about how many torch glasses would you need to supply the U.S. with its annual beer consumption? Oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, me alone, so, that's a lot of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm on six I am multiplying everything by about a billion plus. A single torch is 38,340 pints, as we just learned from the last question. So okay. how many of those for the entire U.S.? For one year or for one day or for one... For the entire annual, so one full year. Are these, we're just guessing numbers? Are okay, the so there are four no. answers for okay, this. Okay, okay. One million three hundred thousand... 980,000, uh, 670,000, or 500,000 even. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> okay. I want to go with B. Okay, you're going with B. Shannon, do you have a different answer? You have a right one? <laughs> B is not correct. So you have three, <laughs> you have three no options. Fashion. You have three okay. options. A, 1,300,000. C, 
670,000 or D She'd probably go with the biggest number because Americans are drunk. See, here's the problem. I started watching the Ken Burns documentary on Prohibition and yes. apparently we drink like a third as much now as we did before Prohibition. People no way. People used to drink that much more. So I'm now like gun shy to say we drink a lot. I still think we drink a lot. I think, I mean, honestly, we drink, I, I should have just gone with the biggest number. All right, beep A, because Jesse made me. Beep A is correct. Yeah! <laughs> I should have gone with my initial gut feeling on that. I'm just going to multiply by a billion. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we drink 50 billion pints per year in the U.S. Yeah, that sounds about right. I did the math. I rounded a little I bit. It's drink, actually some weird I drink company probably a hundred of those. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> At least. Okay, so uh, the next one. Holy cow, I can't read my own handwriting. That's a problem. Okay, no, I got it. <laughs> he writes uh, so tiny. He would be three. great. Like in Lots of brewers are making pumpkin beers that include pumpkin pie spices. These are nutmeg, clove, ginger, sometimes allspice, and what? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Cinnamon. Cinnamon is correct. Yay! I got one. Because it's not math. I, I really suck at math. Yeah, the rest of these are not math. <laughs> Watch out, There's Shannon. a number coming up, though. Oh, Don't let cinnamon. it throw you off. On that note, you have to have a cupcake when we're done. Okay. Yeah, we have cinnamon cupcakes, right? Uh, cinnamon I have chocolate. Mexican chocolate cupcakes with cinnamon dolce icing. Oh, my God. Vegan. Don't roll your <laughs> eyes, world. They actually seem to be kind of awesome. Oh, my gosh. All right. You spoil me. Number four. We actually start into a little bit of a story. I went with a story. As, this question leads into it. Okay. Okay. Number four. Beer. Hobbit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no. Beer Advocate's top-rated pumpkin beer is Good Gourd in pumpkin, or Imperial Pumpkin Ale by Cigar City Brewing. It scored a 96 on Beer Advocate. According to its description, Good Gourd pairs well with pumpkin soup, pumpkin pie, and this Halloween-centric gathering. A, g- a gathering? Gathering. Halloween centric gathering. I don't like Halloween. I know you don't. <laughs> I really do. Um, oh my god. But what beer goes with a gathering? Beep. Trick or treating? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else do you do at Halloween? <laughs> It's a seance. This, That's creepy. This beer goes great in your what happens? little neighborhood children's. If you're sitting on the porch <laughs> handing out candy, yeah. wouldn't you like to be toting a little gourd along the way? Wow, that sounds so sexual. <laughs> toting a gourd? Really? I'm toting that some gourd. That may be a better title for the episode. <laughs> toting a gourd. It should just be gourd toting. Like, yes. that well, sounds that dirty. It. That sounds like an you STD. <laughs> gourd toting. <laughs> Halloween-centric gathering. It's all you, Jesse. Oh, my God. I mean, I have a lot of... What does Pittsburgh do at Halloween? Ooh. Well, most people get dressed up and get drunk. And I'm not quite sure do if there's they? a technical term for that. What would you call something like that? <laughs> That's a really... Party? If you were uh, to uh, dress up and go to something like that, A Halloween party. Oh, no. I'll accept it. Costume party. <laughs> hey! Costume party. I'll accept it. You gave her get dressed up. That's Dude, she said get dressed uh, up. We get dressed up it. and we get drunk together. It's a yes. Halloween party. So now we're at the party. <laughs> the rest of this is at the party. Oh, my God. Oh, you're my so God. excited. We're two and two now, by the way. 
We are tied. Uh, but I got the math questions. Surely that's multiplied okay. by a million. So rub it in that you're smarter than me. Let, let's. <laughs> I picked A twice. Whatever. <laughs> like I, see, I thought the that would trip people one. up. Trip people up because nobody thinks it's going to be the same one twice. Anyway. I did give her the second one. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really three to one. Number five. Question number five is a Jesse only question. Ooh. So if you're going to a Halloween party and you want to dress sexy up. Sexy fill in the blank. <laughs> You wanted to know why I was looking up sexy nurses the other day. Yes, I this did. This was why. He totally yes. was like, oh my God, so many sexy nurses on Google. I was like, duh. Yeah. I'm so excited to hear this question. <laughs> what is happening? If you want to dress up as your fam- or favorite fantasy character hmm. uh, from something that is a TV, book, and series of beers. I know the ca- answer. What character would you be? And what beer? Series of beer. Oh my god. Um, and it's going to destroy you if you get this wrong because we were talking about it earlier. Do you mean me or her or both? So this is just Jesse. No, can't... but the destroy you, the, the you could go in any this direction. destroy Jesse. Oh, okay. okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is a TV, a book, and beer. Beer series. series. Whatever. A TV this series. is my I think I know it face. A book series. I'm just going to gnaw on my arm. (laughs) Oh my god, my brain hurts. Okay. (laughs) You could do it. This might be a little exotic for Pittsburgh. Really? It's not far from Pittsburgh. I'm giving you hints, damn it. Keep giving me hints. Where they brew this beer is not. Oh, I see. That far from Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, no, because Jesse's going to get that question. Sorry. It's one of the reasons this is Jeopardy. that this is, <coughs> you know. are the cable. Jeopardy noise right now. Oh my god. Okay. I'm running this Can I give head. you a hint? Yes, please. Can I give her a hint? Sure. I, first You're off, I don't, I don't dress up like, you know me. I don't dress up like fantasy That's characters fine. or watch television. Okay. So, and so, I don't read much. You, now this but is if you assuming, had to, this is, a, this this is assuming you didn't drink so much that you forgot what happened 20 minutes ago, but <laughs> talking about your cable habits, my hint is that Walking Dead does not have a beer line. Wait, Game of Thrones has a beer line? Yes, it does. Congratulations, you get a point. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yes. Oh my god, that's Game of Thrones beer. Okay, well, this is this is the bizarre thing because two years ago, I spent about sixty hours of my life sewing a Daenerys Targaryen costume. Oh, I'm gonna Halloween. be her when I grow so, up. Wait, you just said you don't dress up for Halloween <laughs> or as fantasy characters. But now you're telling us that you built a costume. No, I I don't do fan. But Game of Thrones isn't fantasy. <laughs> it's not historic. It is, it is real to me. First off, and um, yeah, I don't watch television. Game of Thrones is HBO. <laughs> <laughs> HBO is not television. I would bet you there are several people trying to fight you through their radios right now. <laughs> Was that an okay hint? I thought that was a good, that was a good hint. hint. No, I, I, but educate me a little bit we before we move on. A sec- well, we have, we Game have, of Thrones has a beer line. We have podcasted about the Iron Throne, which was the first beer to come out. Stop. And the question for Shannon, 5B, what is the second beer in this line just that was just... He just bought a case of it and I don't know the answer. That was just released, which can is I why look? I said to him... 
is she going to be able to get this right away? And he said, I don't know. I just bought some, so I know it, but I don't know that she will. No, unless you let me scroll through about 700 texts for me. You cannot do that. That's cheating. No cell phones allowed. But I'm still blown away. Where can I get this? And who makes it? It's all over the place. Oma Gang makes it, which is in Cooperstown, New York. Okay. Um, Iron Throne was a blonde because there's currently a blonde person sitting on the Iron Throne. So Mm -hmm. it was a blonde ale. Cersei um, needs to die. I'm just throwing it out there, but yeah, she does. Yeah. So does the frickin' what's the kid's name? Joffrey. 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 Uh, Dude, that guy spoiler needs- alert! I can't. I can't even say it. Nope. Um, I've only read the books all twice, three times, sometimes. I don't think it has anything to do. <clears throat> this is mean. Because I knew hers. <laughs> you're so proud of yourself. I that am proud of myself. Because she had a hard time with that one. Now you're having a hard time with this one. It doesn't have anything to do with the Starks. I believe. Okay. I don't think it has anything to do with winter or... What? The, the beer. The beer. I don't think it's a Stark beer. Um, did you read the books? I, I just said I've read them all twice. Sometimes, twice, three yeah. times. Great. So other than Iron Throne, what would be worth making a beer about? Um, it's, it, I helped you. The Baratheons, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> heavy drinkers, but they kind of killed them off and nobody really likes them, so... Yeah. Um, Starks. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Lannisters. You're a bugger. Snow. It has nothing to do with snow. Not a dragon thing? This isn't like a Targaryen thing? It is a big deal in the books. Big deal. Yeah, that helps. No, yeah. that does help, but not, I mean, you read the books? No. It's a significant thing for an individual in the books. Significant. You and haven't read the books. It. You're totally... You're not going to... Well, yeah, from the TV show, whatever. <laughs> you're, you're not going to get it. If you don't know it, I don't think you're going to get it. It's going to be tough. You're going to say it and it's going to... Read the bell. question one more time. As if it was... Uh, what is the second beer just released called in oh. the Game of Thrones beer series? So it's not... Okay, so yeah. that doesn't help me much. It doesn't really, <laughs> no. But I'm trying... I, I, I have one up on you. I've read the series many times and I kind of know what people drink. And... Wildly enough, and um, George Martin, George R. R. Martin, really goes into descriptive details about menus and beers. And yeah, we're games. gonna have a Game of Thrones beer dinner. Oh my gosh, we're I so excited! Really need but to no, I pass. I don't know. Okay, um, yeah. Just break the silence. Uh, take the black stout. Oh, it is Jon Snow. Yes. Great. Taking the black, meaning they go yeah, to the. That's the wonderful. The, yeah. Yeah, to be a ranger. Yeah. Yes. Of the Indeed. Take the black stout. Love it. So, Jesse is now in the lead. Three to two. My hint was better than her hint. Oh, I, I really, there was a lot of people in that in that show that have a lot of significant things. Yeah, that's the problem. It's so diverse, the number of people. Anyway, yeah. okay. Number six. As you're walking around the costume party, you may notice some folks drinking out of a beer stein. What was the point of the lid on a beer stein. And oh. I'll accept two different answers because I read two different responses from people. Oh my god, I'm pretty sure I know this. Um, you have do you to beep, 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 beep? You have to beep, beep, beep. You can't beep, beep, beep and then take five minutes. Okay, I'm going to go beep, 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 but I'm going to just say it's strictly decorative. No, it's nope. not. There's actually a purpose behind it. Beep. What? To keep the bugs out. That is true. Ooh, oh, oh! It's one of the two answers. Oh. To keep the flies away is the answer that I saw online. Saw another place saying it was to actually to trap the aromas of the beer, so you could lift it up and you would get a very big malt. 
I think that's optimistic. I do too. Everybody else said it was bugs. Okay, number <laughs> seven. <laughs> it's a very Renaissance answer. It is. Well, keep you got to keep the fleas from hopping off your wig. Yep. In, in that was the other reason, actually. Drink. They did say that too. Somewhere. To keep fleas. your fleas from jumping from your head into your beard. Oh, yeah. Beard. People yeah. have fleas really that. bad. Yeah. But again, fleas are bugs, so still right. And We're tied. Question seven. We are tied. Three and three. Just before leaving the party, you notice two teams playing Beirut because it's Beirut. Not beer pong. And not beer pong. If there are paddles, then it's beer pong. Otherwise, it's Beirut. Get it right. Sensitive. <laughs> Sensitive yeah. subject for us. We went to a place that it called the Beirut. Everybody else calls it beer pong, whatever. They're arguing over the rules. In standard Beirut rules, how many times can a team request a re-rack? Oh, my God. <laughs> Multiple choice. One, two, three, or four. Beep, beep, beep. Two. No. Oh, my God. I keep sucking at this. <laughs> well, <clears throat> logic would say I should say A, one, because all the other ones have been A, and he thinks no one would choose A more than one. <laughs> I did not think that through this much. I will promise you that. I want to say beep, three. It was A. <laughs> <laughs> you bugger. I really didn't think it. I honestly didn't really think it through that much. It, yes, it was yeah. A. I, you know... I don't know. I should know your brain better than that. <laughs> I mean, bad. did you guys go to college? Should we do the college we thing? You but I that. never played Beirut. No. You did at our beer party. Yeah, that was how many years after college? Right. Five. I mean, you had to be like a serious hardcore partier to be like, oh, I got that. You know, like, I played it all the time. I, I never well, really did. Well, and who plays by the official I rules? Yeah. I remember that. It's standard. It's standard. You could do whatever. Actually, One re-rack. One re-rack. Richie would know that. He, we'll have to ask him By the way, my bandmate Richie has some college stories. You should totally get him on your podcast show. Just ah, saying. Love it. Okay. Highly we entertaining. Are, we are three and three, and we're at the very last question of the night. Oh, my God. It's a tiebreaker. Dun, 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 dun. You take a taxi home because you're responsible because you've been drinking. I would walk to get the steps on my pedometer. It's a far way. Let's put it that way. Okay. It's, it's pretty far. Yeah, long... And the taxi driver asks you for a pumpkin beer recommendation that Jason has not tried this year. What beer would you recommend? Hasn't tried this year? This year. Oh my god. You're going to get this because I've only had like one and it was I would gross. recommend the one that we were supposed to have tonight and Ian let you down. Ian let me down? He bought a case of it and was supposed to bring you a bottle and he didn't. The Shandy one? No. Oh. Southern Tier made a new pumpkin, but instead of pumpkin... It is a pumpkin stout. I don't like stouts when they have pumpkin flavor, though. Negative two points. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got nothing other than the other night I went out and had this really great pumpkin beer, but I don't know what it's called. <laughs> well, he tried to order. He tried to order a pumpkin shandy today by Curious Traveler. Yeah, Curious I actually Traveler I had shandy. a pumpkin beer the other day that had hops to it. It's the first time I've ever had like a hoppy pumpkin beer, and it was excellent. And if I, if Kiki were here, she'd be able to tell you what we had. It was excellent. And you need now that you have a smartphone, you need to get a beer app to no. track all the now beer you're drinking. You, now that you have a smartphone like us, but it's still kind of dumber than all of our smartphones. That's Kiki, her <laughs> sister's amazing. I said, "Oh, how's your smartphone?" She goes, "It's kind of like the." Smartphone that went to community college. 
<laughs> we have brilliant. not. We don't really pay for our phones education. Like we don't. We don't pay for our phones education. <laughs> you can tell when you're using them. They're a little slow. You have to sort of talk nice, use small words, and pet it a little. All right, well, I'm going to say that was a, that was a big old foil. So everybody tied. For the end of this Yay, uh, trivia. Cheers. Cheers. We tied in our trivia game. So the homework we've got Three is to three. find you a pumpkin beer mm-hmm. you like. Yes, mm. that was the whole point of that last question. I want another good pumpkin beer to try. I've got to find out what I had the other night because it was really, really, really good. You can Twitter. You can tweet us. I, At Beer Mistress. Yeah. Do you Facebook? I do. That would be an easier route for me because I don't tweet. I don't tweet. I'm sorry. Her phone's still learning how to spell tweet. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it spells twat instead. When oh. I it. <laughs> but I'm ching. <laughs> if only we had a drummer. What would we do? <laughs> Where's Eric when you need him? <laughs> Facebook.com slash dashing rogue. We're there as well. And we take pictures of a lot of pumpkin beers at this time of year. And we'll find the right one for Jason. We, we certainly so will. So where can we find you on Facebook, my dear? Oh, Rising Regina. You can find me at risingregina.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. What's your, what's your Twitter? Uh, Rising Regina. Well, that was easy. <laughs> or for the next two weekends at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Or there. And um, really, to all of my uh, Renaissance fans out there, and I know there are a bunch of you, um, I'm so glad you guys come out to see us. I'm so glad you guys support our little shtick that we do at the fair. But I would love you all to come and actually see what we really do. Um, My band is not a Renaissance Fair band. We do a lot of Celtic Irish. We mix it in. But really, we are a folk rock band. And we don't dress like pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Normally. (laughs) You're rocking the piratess right now. You know, a corset and some boots, you know, really. I mean, it's not a bad look. Tights are pants, right? And Eric. For women, it's okay. By the way, my drummer was rocking (laughs) tights and boots last night in the hotel room drunk. Don't tell me. I just, I, I'm sorry, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) I I really hope he does not listen to this. Eric was our guest star on the July Pittsburgh episode. He was. So go ahead and listen to that and then picture that and you're welcome. Um, Yeah, so you can find me and the rest of my band and my music anywhere that's Rising Regina. That's really the only reason why Rising Regina is the name of my band. Kiki and I designed the name of our band after the Queen. Rising Queen, you know, Regina, Elizabeth Regina. And uh, that lasted for about a month. And then we started working with Richie and we said, you can change the name if you would like. And he's like, well, I'll juggle it. A week later, he comes over for a band practice and he goes, it's Rising Regina. We're like, really, you like it? He's like, no, not that I'm a big fan of the name, but no one else owns the domain. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And boom, business decision. That's why I bought everything that said Beer Mistress on it, and yeah. so it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, we own every single one, .org, .net, <laughs> .anything, every email. It's kind of nice when you come up with something original, because most every other thing has been taken, so. Well, thank you for coming out tonight. Oh, oh my gosh, thank Which you. Which one was your favorite? Was the uh, wheat wine or more the Imperial Stout? They're both really, really great. And Old beers? It, they're both uh, they finish nice, and that's kind of my thing. When something leaves a bitter taste, they both finish very nice. They're both very drinkable. I think it depends on your mood. 
I mean, if you're into a heavy beer, you know, it's winter, you want something to warm you up, the stout is great, it's filling. Um, I think tonight, though, I would go with the, uh, the wheat wine. The creepy harvest dance with the and, and it's Grim Reaper on the, it. The Halloween thing. Now, the other one, actually, we didn't even talk much about it. It has a Bigfoot on the cover. Well, it's called Yeti. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's aptly named. It, it really yeah. does have a silhouette of a big, Bigfoot walking across the field. I'm a harvest dance girl tonight, too. Jason? I would go with harvest dance as well. But I would say we needed to go to the Maniunk. I yeah. did do a little eye padding of the Manny Yunk Bar, uh, the brewery company. Yeah. Brewing company, rather. And it looks amazing. They have a sushi bar. Oh, done. And a whole bunch of beers. Yeah. Looks and phenomenal. there's a way to walk home afterwards. Yeah, that's true. So it's perfect. It's true. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm at beermistress and at beermistress.com and dashingrogue.com. Jesse, don't put your glass away. The night is just starting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. And I'm Jason. And I am Jesse. And we'll see you next time.